Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max, and today's film, we're going to be talking about Wrath of Man. This was the newest film directed by, it's written, directed, and produced by Guy Ritchie. It stars Jason Statham, Andy Garcia, uh, Scott Eastwood, and surprisingly, a random appearance from Post Malone. Uh, But anyway, this movie is basically about a revenge tale after a... Uh, after a mob boss's uh, son is brutally murdered by a rogue, by a rogue unit of American soldiers who have taken, uh, who have taken new heights by robbing armored trucks, he goes undercover. He goes undercover to infiltrate this mysterious group and bring them down. Now, this is very similar to a lot of revenge films and things like that, and. Uh, uh, one thing I will say, like, basically, if you take, let's say you take the movie like John Wick, John Wick, and let's say Guy, Guy Ritchie directed it, you know, Guy Ritchie is somebody who is known for films like, um, you know, he did The Gentleman, he did the two, uh, Sherlock Holmes films with Robert Downey Jr., he did Snatch, and, you know, he's done, he's done a number of films, uh, as a matter of fact, I think he actually did the live-action version of Aladdin, but I don't think we're gonna go there. Uh, but anyway, this film in particular was actually, you know, kind of a little bit different. You know, it, it had a, uh, it had all the tropes of a revenge film, so to speak. Like, let's say, l- l- take the movie John Wick and let's say Law Abiding Citizen, and you, you're pretty much in business with this film. Jason Statham plays Jason Statham in this movie, uh, but he plays, you know, a father out for revenge and things like that. Andy Garcia plays the. Uh, the, pretty much the cop who's going to turn the blind eye no matter what, and then of course Scott Eastwood is your—he's not the leader of this uh, of this of this group of mercen of these group of soldiers turned mercenaries, but he's the kind of the um, what's it, like the recluse of the group. You know, he's the one that's already—he's the one wired kind of differently. You know what I mean? Like I, I will say he gives a. He, his performance in this film is a bit cheesy at, at times, but at the same time, it it is it matches the you know it matches the stereotypical revenge character in um, in Jason Statham. Jason Statham plays a a uh, uh, kind of like a father in mourning, and even though he has a troubled history himself and does things that are not so great. You know, you still kind of empathize with him in a way that's like, all right, I'm, you know, I'm here to do one thing and one thing only. Scott Eastwood plays off of that, even though these two characters have no direct correlation with one another. Usually in a revenge film, it's always personal between the good guy and the bad guy. And, um, you know, you kind of sent that off, you know, uh, you kind of sense that from the very beginning. However, in this movie, but then again, a lot like another, uh, other, you know, uh, random, uh, random violence crimes like this, there's really no direct correlation between the good guy and the bad guy. It's just bad timing. Like, if you look at a movie, like, if you look at movies like Face Off or, um, uh, Max Payne or John Wick or Law Abiding Citizen, there is a direct correlation with that. Well, Law Abiding Citizen, not so much because, um, uh, Gerard Butler is not at war with, the two men who murdered his wife and daughter he's at war with pretty much the justice system and you know jamie fox happened to be in the way to whereas in this film wrath of man jason statham is not at war with the guys who start this operation he's primarily at war 
with uh, Scott Eastwood to where, you know, Scott Eastwood is, you know, so Jason Statham did another movie like this. Uh, I, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's with him and David Franco where he's a former, he's a former, um, I guess CIA operative and whatnot. He's on the run and he comes to this small town in Louisiana and, you know, even though it's not necessarily a revenge movie, it's one of those movies where, like, you know, nobody messes with me, and it kind of goes too far after that. But it's kind of similar to that. Like, there's no direct correlation between Jason Statham and the actor playing opposite him. You know, to where Dave Franco just plays a strung-out junkie. Scott Eastwood just plays, you know, a soldier who's kind of fucked up in the head. And now that he's, you know, robbing banks and robbing armored trucks, you know, he's got a new lease on He's got a new lease on life. So, it's catering to his, you know, his need for a bloodlust. Like, a lot of these guys in this group of, of former soldiers kind of have that. Like, there's, yeah, like, yeah, you can totally tell they're suffering from PTSD, but it's like they cannot function in the world unless they're fighting a battle or fighting a mission. One guy even says that, like, you know, I need another mission. I'm just fucking bored being here. You know, it's like you've been in the you've been in the trenches for so long. It's hard to leave that behind. It's almost like an addiction. You need some type of you need some something something like that to feed that insatiable bloodlust that you have. Scott Eastwood has that. However, because he's not tied down with family, he has no moral code. He has no like he doesn't know when to stop. He doesn't know when to you know do all this. Jason Statham's character, you know, even though he is also a bad guy, you know, he is like this mob. He's a leader of another group of guys who do the exact same thing. But when that life kind of catches up with him, it kind of bleeds over into his personal life. He goes into action only the best way he knows how. Um, and it's a, and it's 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 a rather different performance than than the stereotypical performance that we get from Jason Statham. Jason Statham. His movies are kind of very similar. Like, if you look at movies like Parker or uh, The Mechanic or Killer Elite or even the movie War with him and, Jade and Jet Li, those characters are all kind of similar. But, like, The Expendables, he has a little bit of a backstory. When he plays Deckard Shaw in Fast and Furious or Hobbs and Shaw, the performance is, is amped up a little bit because he's got... It's because of the people around him or the character of his... Or the you know the personality of his character, like in Furious Seven, he's out for revenge as well. In Hobbs and Shaw, he's kind of forced into doing something he really doesn't want to do. But you know, say a movie like I can't you see now it's bothering me that I can't remember that movie he did with Dave Franco. I've done I've reviewed it before. I just don't remember the name of it. But then again, that's how forgettable it was because it's it's very similar to a lot of the other stuff that he had done. Like the transporter, that's not really a character, but. Jason Statham, like Jason Statham's, my one of my favorite movies with Jason Statham is The Meg, and and that movie, you, you know, it's it's cheesy, it's over the top. They try to be like Jaws, and um, it's entertaining. Like when it comes to shark movies, you know, Jaws, Deep Blue Sea, The Meg, those are the ones that come to mind. Jason Statham in Wrath of Man is a lot like his stereotypical other characters that he's that we're familiar with him seeing just with a little bit more of a backstory like he plays the guy out for revenge like he's basically sean penn from mystic river but not as you're not going to get an oscar-winning performance from jason statham 
in this type of movie. You know, although some of the characteristics are still the same, it's not as a it's not compelling as a performance. Like it's good, but not that good. Scott Eastwood, you know, he reminds he he kind of reminds me of like Nicolas Cage from the movie Face Off, just not as eccentric and not as wild-eyed. You know, it's not a it's not an over-the-top you know '90s action movie. It's kind of like a run-of-the-mill revenge movie, kind of like uh, I guess kind of like you know. Uh, what's a movie that's recently kind of like that? There's, there's, like I said, those movies that I've mentioned before. The action is there. The Guy Ritchie dialogue is all there. You can totally tell that Guy Ritchie really puts a stamp on a lot of the movies that he does. Even though we've seen similar movies like this before, Guy Ritchie kind of makes it his own. And he's got stellar performances from guys like Jason Statham and Scott Eastwood. Andy Garcia gives an okay performance. He's just not in it enough. And then you got guys like uh, Josh Hartnett in this movie, and he's kind of subdued a little bit. And there's a couple of other people who are in this movie that you've kind of noticed from other Guy Ritchie films. And, um, you know, you can, like, basically, you can totally tell this is a Guy Ritchie movie from the writing to the how the movies are shot. Like, the, the there's a lot of shots in these movies that are, like, one take, where the camera doesn't cut, the camera doesn't do anything. And they do kind of, like, back and forths, you know, so to speak. But the reason why they do back and forths is, like, you're, you're seeing one particular event from three different points of view. You see it as it happens in real time. You see it from uh, the soldier's point of view, and then you see it from Jason Statham's point of view. So, you know, when Jason Statham's... Uh, son is you know essentially murdered after a uh, after a um, a uh, a armored truck job that doesn't really go wrong it doesn't really go wrong it just so happens to be that they're kind of there at the wrong place at the wrong time and however because of Jason Statham's character he doesn't let it slide he goes right after these guys who robbed the truck all the guys who robbed the truck are somewhat familiar faces i can't really pinpoint where that i've seen them from like uh, there's, there's a couple of guys in there that i've recognized but these are kind of like one-off characters like you know they're going to die they have characteristics of a group of guys who you know do this for a living one guy's got a family other guys trying to you know these guys are you can like i said earlier you, these guys are totally suffering from ptsd and this is the only way that they can see an outing for it to kind of you know feed the need like, yeah, there's a lot of money to be earned, but at what cost? It's like whatever happened to them overseas in the Middle East or wherever they came from, you know, it's messed with them psychologically in a way that they can never just live a normal life or just move on. The leader of this group kind of sort of moves on, but even he kind of sometimes buckles under the pressure. And basically this movie is like a it's a run-of-the-mill revenge story with a little bit of twist with a little bit of the guy Richie twist and turns here and there it's it's a great it's a great movie uh it's a great movie from I guess from a from from an entertainment from an entertainment point of view it's a good movie this is by no means the best movie from Jason Statham or Guy Ritchie but this it's entertaining you know Guy Ritchie, when Guy Ritchie puts together a film, puts together a story, he really knows what he's doing, and um, and you know enough can be said about that. But uh, I mean, that's really all I got for that movie. I mean, we're gonna go. Uh, uh, you know, it's entertaining. Uh, it could have been better, but you know, given you know this basic storyline that we've seen over and over again, 
there's not really a point. There's not really mo- much more they can do. Guy Ritchie is a great director, great writer. I've enjoyed a lot of his movies. Like this wasn't as good as like The Gentleman or something like that, but it was entertaining for what it was. It was definitely worth seeing on the big screen. So, uh, but anyways, guys, that's gonna go ahead and do it uh, for this episode. I probably this movie is like a B plus, maybe even an average B movie. Uh, to say the least, you know, like I said, Guy Ritchie's done better, Jason Statham's done better, and even Scott Eastwood has done better. But um, uh, I will say that you know, it's inter- if you if you happen to stumble across this movie in the theater, I would definitely go check it out. Maybe go to the matinee uh, if you want to be entertained just at the movies and haven't really found something to watch. But anyways, guys, that's gonna go ahead and do it for today's episode. Uh, uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, The Madhouse 21 on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the podcast. Tell me what you thought about this movie. What is your favorite movie with Jason Statham? What is your favorite Guy Ritchie movie? You know, tell me about it. Like and share this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to it. Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Pandora, wherever you're streaming your podcast. Be on the lookout, guys, for more episodes regarding... Uh, Fast and the Furious, Star Wars, of course, my uh, my Conjuring uh, my Conjuring Universe episode will drop either later today or tomorrow, and then we're probably gonna go ahead and review uh, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which also comes out tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. As always, guys, embrace your inner madness.